What's up, guys, and welcome back to Figures of Sport. Uh, you're here with Brandon and Satchel, and uh, you know we're ready to uh, we're ready to come back. You know, first off, uh, you know we are we took a little bit of a break. Uh, we had a very very wild September, a uh, lot of events going on here. So um, you know we wanted to, but you know just take our time. But you know, like I said, we are back, um, and we're back in time for playoff baseball. You know, football's back. Playoff baseball is back and finals are here. Um, we're going to have an NBA finals episode out soon. We, uh, we're planning on a special guest for that one, so definitely stay tuned for that one. Um, you know, But first and foremost, uh, RIP to Bob Gibson, uh, former St. Louis Cardinals player, uh, Hall of Famer. I mean, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he won two World Series MVPs. The guy was lights out in the World Series. Uh, you know, so our you know, prayers and condolences to their family. Uh, going through their time right now definitely definitely great player and uh sad to see him sad to see uh the news that came out about it yesterday so yeah i know um you know we're going to talk about it later but jack flaherty uh pitched yesterday and uh you know bob gibson had a a very big influence on him and and the young star success so um you know that he was you know he was a not only a baseball legend but definitely a huge part of the st louis cardinals family I, I believe he still worked with the organization to some capacity too so mm-hmm. um r.i.p to bob gibson and um yeah so the next thing you know as far as the regular season goes what surprised you the most down this stretch of games um just talking about wild card just no just the just the regular season that that last you know couple weeks of the season how'd you what'd you think about that and what were you kind of most impressed with yeah well you know teams are looking to get hot right at the right time and the last couple of weeks of the season it's always a good sign if uh, your team's playing well uh personally i saw the white Sox struggle and you know you see now that we'll talk about it later but uh they go down to the a's <coughs> to the a's in the wild card round and just baseball's a game of streaks it's very streaky and if you go into the playoffs kind of uh you know struggling like the white Sox were uh, I mean, it's not it's not surprising to be honest to see uh, those those struggles carry on through uh, wild card round and but yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for me is just making sure that your team gets hot at the at the right time. Uh, we said we see, we saw with uh, San Diego, San Diego uh, finished the season out really well. Uh, so did the Yankees, so did the Dodgers, and all three of those teams are advancing. So, um, I mean, if you come in the playoffs a little cold and struggling it's going to be a bit difficult for you to for you to do anything yeah you know um i mean i'd say i would say the same you know i mean i think baseball is uh definitely the biggest momentum game Mm -hmm. you know i feel like um especially when you're a team you know when they had the the old format and they actually had a wild card round um you know where it was just a win and, and move on that one game um i feel like you know, ever since then, you know, there's always, it's all been been about, you know, momentum. Mm-hmm. And and the Sox had no momentum. You know, I actually thought the Chicago Cubs uh, were going to have a lot of momentum, you know, heading into the playoffs. I mean, their last three games, I believe they, the Sox took one of them. But, you know, in the other two games, if I'm not mistaken, the Cubs put up 10 runs yeah. in both games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in that first game, it was 10-0, uh, you know, in a shutout against the Sox, you know. So I think... Um, it's really weird. The game yeah. of baseball is really weird. You know, the 
the Miami Marlins are moving on, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the Chicago Cubs are going home. Yeah. You know? So I think it's this just this is a crazy year with uh, you know stuff going on, um, you know. But we'll talk more about you know those matchups in a little bit. But um, you know, I think I think you know, like you said, it's all about you know getting hot at the right time. Um, yeah. It's crazy, man. Because even even then, you can get hot. Uh, you can get cold and then you can get hot right again, you know, real quick, just mm-hmm. like the Yankees did. I mean, they lost six of eight, still made it in, uh, and really kind of took care of the uh, the Indians in those two games. So, um, but overall, what were you? What did you like most about this sixty game season? What would you want to see, you know, next year in a full hundred sixty two game season? Yeah, well, I thought I thought the way the MLB did it this year was. Like genius, pretty much. Uh, they were able to get the sixty games in and move on to the playoffs pretty quick. Uh, I like that. I like that the National League had a DH. I yeah. think that kind of adds. I mean, I just think it's kind of boring to watch the pitchers hit. Yeah. Uh, and so hopefully, I mean that hopefully that that stays in a, in a full season. Um, but yeah, that was that was really interesting to to watch, and that's probably the biggest takeaway I had from the season. I mean. Also, like expanded rosters too. Yeah, uh, I, we saw a lot, of, a lot of guys this year, uh, like farm system guys, get get shots that they wouldn't normally get in the regular season, uh, which was which was uh, fun to watch. Especially like teams like the White Sox that have a bunch of talent in the farm systems. Uh, they, you know, you see guys that were like ha- that didn't even have like a double A at bat getting getting uh, at bats in the majors. So that was really cool, and you know, hopefully those expanded rosters stay. Yeah, no, I um, I think the one thing I definitely did like, um, you know, the most was definitely the expanded rosters. You know, you gave a lot of chances to a lot of young players, um, guys that may not have been on the roster if this was a full season, you know, especially in September or October, you know. Um, I think that, you know, for example, we talked about the White Sox. The White Sox had a, a team where um, – you know, Luis Robert came up, uh, first-year rookie. Um, Nick Madrigal came up, first-year rookie. Uh, and then you brought in guys like, you know, Matt Foster. Uh, mm-hmm. Garrett Crochet got drafted three months ago. Yeah. Um, and was pitching in a playoff game for the White Sox. Uh, a winner-go-home playoff game, throwing 102 miles an hour. So, I mean, yeah. I think that that only happens in this type of season. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I actually really, really like uh, the expanded rosters and that whole taxi squad yeah. um, idea. I think it was genius. Um, probably the best, uh, you know, idea for this year, in my opinion, just because with everything going on, you never know who is going to be there. So I think this is something that I would love to see next year, just because you get to see more talent, um, you know, coming through the pipeline. So mm-hmm. um, I would also say I would definitely – I definitely really, really liked the idea of the universal DH and as well as the extra inning rule. I personally was a big fan of the extra inning rule. Um, and it's not because um, I want a you know faster game or anything like that. It was really just because of the fact that you can you can really you can have a chance to really kind of put your team ahead. Yeah, this is a chance for for you to shine. You know, you got three chances with a guy on. Uh, three chances with a guy on second base. So, I mean, you know, you got to do a job and get him in. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it, it, you start to see, you know, defenses, you know, working around that. 
you know, trying to get around those situations and, and, and the pitchers. And I think it adds some pressure, but at the same time, you know, I think it's exciting. You know, I think it's it's fun, and, and the game of baseball needs a little bit of that, you know. Yeah. Um, and the universal DH, honestly, is just self-explanatory. Um, I don't want to see a guy like John Lester go up and swing the bat you yeah, know, exactly. twice a game. Um, I would love to see a guy like Marcelo Zuna for the Braves uh, right now coming in. Uh, who was an outfielder for the Cardinals last year, uh, but now he's a DH and he's doing really well in that role. You know, I think um, we always talk about making baseball exciting and and all that. So, I mean, why not add an extra hitter to a lineup um, in both leagues and, and really just kind of get the best of both teams? You yeah. know, uh, it's it's kind of a waste when you got a guy uh, who can't play the field uh, have to sit out, you know. It just uh, and and he has a monster bat, so I think yeah. I think I'd like to see that stay, but definitely, um, you know. So, you know, we're talking about the playoffs and the wild card round is now over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a little behind, but um, the wild card round is over, and the Tampa Bay Rays finished their season as the number one seed and faced off against the eight seeded Blue Jays, uh, Toronto or Buffalo. I wasn't really sure what to call them this year mm-hmm. um, because they weren't allowed back home. So. Uh, um, but, you know, they swept them in two games, move on to the ALDS round. And, uh, you know, what were you most impressed with from the Rays this series? Well, the Rays just went, went out and dominated both games, yeah. uh, you know, as a one as a one seed should. Uh, I know that Glasnow looked great. Snell pitched well. Yeah. They're their one and two guys. Uh, I mean, the Rays, are, the Rays are a great team. Uh, you know, you look at that rotation with Charlie Morton, too. Uh, they have like they have these bats that that get the job done. Um, they're really good with runners in scoring position. I know that so. their bullpen is really nice. Bullpen's too. good. Nick I mean, Anderson. Just, Nick Anderson is really nice yeah, coming out of the yeah. time. They're one of the best. They're one of the most rounded teams in the league. Um, definitely, definitely a cool team to have in your fantasy side. But uh, yeah, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays had a good year for if you look at their team. If you look at the, yeah. the young guys that they got, uh, they're definitely going to be around in uh, the years to come. Um, they're they're an exciting exciting young team and probably a couple pieces away from really come from really making noise in the American League. So it was a good series, fun series to watch. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think with the Blue Jays, uh, two guys that I'm really really impressed with the Blue Jays is um, definitely going to be Nate Pearson and Bo Bichette. Yep. yep. Um, you know, I think Nate Pearson is a guy uh, he throws really really hard stuff. You know, he throws really nice stuff. Um, but you know, as all young pitchers, a lot of his issue is really just command and control. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if he is able to, you know, really get that down over the offseason um, and, you know, really be able to command all of his stuff, um, you know, and Bo Bichette took a huge jump this year, I feel like. Um, you know, I think if he just continues that trend, uh, you know, they're going to be in good hands. They're going to have a, a good pitcher uh, in Pearson and a really good shortstop in Bo Bichette. Yeah. Um, you know, this guy has the talent to be one of the top ones in the AL. So, um, I mean, we got to see what happens. But I'm excited to see uh, this next matchup, you know. so Because their opponent is going to be the Yankees. The Yankees were 2-8 and eight against them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Yankees look to be really good when they face Cleveland. I mean, they scored, if I'm not mistaken, it was 22 runs in two games. Uh, it was 12-3 the first game and 10-9 the second game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, I just... Shane Bieber was was throttled. I mean, there's no other way to put it. 
this is the guy who pitched amazing all season long, and then first game in the playoffs, I think he, I think he was four pitches in before he gave up a home run. Yeah, um, that can't happen if you're Cleveland. You know that just it, definitely. You know, but it, every team in the AL Central this season choked. You know, we we talked about all season long how the AL Central might be the most competitive division, uh, but you see all three of those teams getting bounced out in the first round. You know, so. Um, it's a little disappointing there, but what did you think about, you know, the Yankees? I mean, they looked healthy. They looked powerful. Uh, Garrett Cole looked to be a guy deserving of a $300-plus million contract. Yeah. Um, he's kind of shaken off some of the struggles from earlier in the season. Uh, so what do you think about the Yankees? What do you think about that matchup? Uh, well, the Yankees look really good. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody's healthy right now. Uh, I know Stan and Judge are in the lineup. Uh, I think Aaron Hicks might still be injured, but other than that, I mean, the Yankees have, on paper, the most talented offense, um, most powerful offense, most dynamic offense. So if their bats are going, they're going to be a very, very tough team to, be, uh, to beat. Um, as far as Shane Bieber goes, uh, this was, was – I think this was his first playoffs, right? Or, well, no. I mean, he's been a part of Cleveland for a little yeah, while. for a little while, yeah. He's had some experience with them. Okay, I mean, so – it doesn't. It didn't look like it. Yeah, though. it didn't look it didn't like look, it. It I did mean, not look like it. You just look at that, and then you kind of worry about the whole like Clayton Kershaw type deal, where you know Kershaw obviously is just a stud in the regular season, and Kershaw struggled his whole career in the playoffs. Yeah. And Shane Bieber is one of the best pitchers in, in the major leagues right now, and you, you just have to wonder as an Indians fan if he if if, if his uh, playoff struggles are going to continue throughout his career. You know, we don't really know right now, but yeah, he did not look. He didn't. He wasn't able to get settled in early. Yeah. The Yankees kind of rattled them with a couple homers, and then yeah, ended up ended up getting ended up getting beat pretty bad. But yeah, the Indians were a good team. That game, that game two, uh, that series was the best game of the playoffs all year. Yeah. One of the best games well, of the season. I would honestly put, I don't know, I I think between that one and game two of uh, San Diego and San Luis, true, both games. I think good. those two might be the two best games of the playoffs this yeah. year. Just the back and forth and how exciting it was. Yeah. Um. But now about that matchup between Tampa and New York, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really want to look too much into that two and eight uh, record again in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like a healthy New York team uh, is a different New York team. Yeah, you know this is a team that can put up ten runs in the first inning if they wanted to. Yeah, you know uh, if they really tried to. So uh, Tampa has really good pitching. Uh, New York has a really, really lethal offense, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's hard to really pick who wins this series. Really, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, think... yeah, it, it, it'll be diff- It'll be uh, definitely difficult to predict. But I know for a fact that I mean, Tampa's had the Yankees number for like three years. Yeah, I mean, it's been Tampa. Tampa has beat up on the Yankees a lot over the last couple of years. Yeah, and so this, I, mean, I this believe, this is their thing. first postseason matchup though in a while. I think so. Yes. Yeah. This Tam- is their... Yes. And so, I mean, personally, if I had to predict, I'd say I'd say Tampa gets it done. And I five. actually would love Tampa to get it done. Yeah, I, I'm rooting I really for Tampa would. personally as well. But uh, I mean, I don't know if 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 this series is, resembles any of the uh, games they played in the regular season, where Tampa yeah. looks like they have the edge. But it is a different game playing in the in the postseason. Uh, yeah. You know, you don't know. How, I mean, pitchers are going to go on short rest. Bullpens yeah. are going to be spent. So it's gonna be a grind for both teams. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch that for sure. It's gonna be looking like uh, most likely probably Garrett Cole and uh, 
Blake Snell. Yeah, for probably game Blake one. Game one yeah. uh, I think think that one's going to be a really good oh, yeah. I think that one might be the best game of the series just because you're going to have the two top guys mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to get to see their best stuff. So yeah. um, that one's going to be exciting. But now, as I said earlier, you know, the AL Central decided to choke this year. Um, and the Minnesota Twins were the uh, first team to do that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they, the Houston Astros just, they just were veterans about it. Yeah. They knew the situation. They knew how much it mattered. Uh, and they took advantage of it. Yeah. Um, you know, Minnesota's lost 18 straight postseason games. I, I really don't know how that happens. That's just know? an insane stat. Um, you know, especially last year with, the, that offense that they had, you know, setting all the, breaking all those records, up, yeah, you know, and setting new ones. I mean, I just think for them to go down in two games and score less than I believe the total was less than five runs in yeah. the two games, you know. So I, it just, I get it, it's the playoffs, but you know, they were facing off against the Zach Granke who had a five plus ERA over his last few starts, yeah, um, and then Jose Urquidy. You know, so I, yeah. I, I think it was, I think the Twins just, ha- they had it and they let it go again. But mm-hmm. Houston Astros, uh, an experienced team, I mean, they just. They, they, know, how they, get it, they, they know how to get it done. Yeah, uh, they, they definitely mean, do. They've been there, you know, the last like four or five years in the playoffs with this with the same group of guys. Uh, yeah, like I know the whole cheating scandal thing, but they know what it takes to win playoff games. And obviously the Twins don't. And. The Twins had a better better regular season, but it just didn't transfer over to those two games in the playoffs, which you, is just too bad. Do you think it ever happens? Do you, do you think the Twins ever win a game? I yeah, mean, they'll, in the next they'll couple eventually. Years? Yeah, they'll eventually, because, I mean, they've got a good team. I think it's just, I don't even know what it is. It's almost as if, like, the pressure of, they. I feel like they might just be thinking about losing too much. And Nelson Cruz isn't going to be there for that much longer. I know, he's, he's 40 getting years old, old. Yeah. So, I mean, uh if they want to make a playoff run, if he wants to make a playoff run, they're going to have to uh, definitely, definitely try to do something next year. I don't anticipate he's going to be around for that much longer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's not surprising, uh, yeah. personally, that the Twins choked. Um, there were a couple you know. bad breaks. I remember that first game, uh, the Twins had the bases loaded, and Eddie Rosario hit a ball like 106 miles per hour off the bat, like a line drive to yeah. left. And his... I saw a stat where, like, a stat cast stat, and it was uh, when he's hit balls that hard this season, he's gotten on base, like, or he's gotten hits, like, eight out of ten times or something like that. And this one resulted as an out for, like, for an out. And just stuff like that, you know, yeah. like, that that ball gets down, that's scoring two runs, maybe three. Yeah. I mean, it's just a whole different series right there. But it's it's, it's tough. just too bad. You know, it's 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 a lot of a lot of bad luck on, on the Twins' side right now. I mean, now. to have the season they did and to go down in two games yeah. to the Astros, you know. But, you know, personally, um, I think, you know, and really the Twins pitching wasn't even the greatest this yeah. year. You know, uh, Barrios had an off year, especially after last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they missed out on Odorizzi for a while. Uh, Dobnak was pitching really good, and then mm-hmm. he just kind of fell off, yep. you know, really, really hard, really fast. Um, you know, Kenta Maeda was their, their, their ace all year long, you know, and he looked like an ace. So, um the Twins will try to, you know, retool uh, or maybe even bring back the same squad and then, you know, just give it one more run together next year. So we'll uh, we'll see about that. But um, 
this next one hurts because the Astros will now face the um, Oakland Athletics in the division series, and they beat the White Sox. They beat my Sox, and this one hurt, you know. And I and I was confident, you know. I think that when you have Lucas Giolito going and throwing a perfect game through six innings, and ESPN definitely jinxed that game. Oh, they do a ball all the time. I mean, yeah. they they were they I don't it was countless times that I I saw some graphic about uh the first game with this this many innings in a postseason game or like just let it happen. Yeah. Let it happen. Be smooth about it, you know, and I just um that was one thing that did bother me, but the Sox got the win in game 1. Um and then you had a guy in Dallas Keuchel who I believe had a top 5 or top 6 uh, ERA in the league at 1.99, and then he gives up five runs yeah. in a closeout game. Um, that's a veteran, uh, a, a former Cy Young winner, veteran left-handed pitcher, and you give up five runs in a playoff closeout game. Yeah. You know, I think that's tough. I think the Sox really, really relied on him. Uh, they knew that game three was going to be a tough one. They yeah. knew game three was going to be two young really young pitchers, uh, in either Dane Dunning or Dylan Cease, uh, they were going to have to, you know, go out and, and, you know, win the game. And it didn't work out. Uh, Sox ended up losing this series. Um, game two was, game two could have went really to the Sox if they, if Dallas Keiko really hadn't messed that up. Um, a lot of people had the Sox as World Series sleepers. I obviously definitely did. Um, you know, but the A's, they got the job done without Matt Chapman. Marcus Semien kind of really broke out of his season slump. Yep. Um, you know, he played really, really well. Um, Chad Pinder was a guy who came in and mm-hmm. contributed. Mark Hanna helped out. Mark yep. Hanna made some really, I think Mark Hanna, um, like, I think his job out there, they told him to just rob everything from Yohan Moncada. Yeah. Um, I mean, he took that one off the wall. It was a great play there. Uh, I believe there was another ball scorched to uh, him in the outfield from Moncada over 100 miles an hour, and he ended up catching that one too. So mm-hmm. um, those two guys just, uh, you know, the bat and, and the ball just kept ending up, uh, ending up with uh, with Canna. So I, he played a great, great series. Um Tim Anderson, three for, you know, three for three. Um, three games, three hits in each game. Mm-hmm. You know, first player, I believe, in postseason history to have nine hits in his first three games. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's a lot of promise over there in Definitely. Chicago. Um, as far as the A's, though, how did you think? I think Chris Bassett looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think. What did you think about them that series? I mean, the big thing that stood out to me from the A's, obviously they have they have a good offense. Even without Chapman, their offense is still pretty good. Uh, but, I mean, I think the, the A's have the best bullpen in the league, and that was just on display. I mean, the, the, the White Sox weren't getting any any runs after, like, the seventh inning because you got guys like uh, – Well, game two, they were roughing up Liam Hendricks. Yeah, yeah, they did. They Liam did. Hendricks was in a jam. Yeah, through. They, they got him to throw 50 pitches. Yeah, they, they got Hendricks. What, did they get, like, three runs off of him? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay, so – Minus that, minus that uh, outing from Hendricks. I think Grandal hit a home run Grandal off of him, did. a two-run shot, yeah. I believe. Yeah. But other than that, I think that uh, I really like their, really their bullpen arms. Uh, 
Who closed out the game three? Was that Hendricks again? I think it was Hendricks again. Okay, so if that was Hendricks again, he definitely looked a lot better. Yeah, he's a guy that I I believe it was him, and he did look better. Yeah, he looked uh, a lot better. Game three. So, um, so, I mean, yeah, the A's obviously uh, are able to win their first playoff series since I don't know. I think it was like 2006 or something. I saw. Yeah. uh, Which is which is pretty impressive, especially especially because I mean it's impressive it took this long. Yeah. Especially because uh, they've been they've been. you know, up in that top of the AOS for, for a while now. So, yeah. so we'll see how far they can go. Um, yeah, you know, and, you know, before we kind of move into the NL series really quickly, um, Garrett Crochet, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about him earlier getting drafted three months ago. Yeah. Um, he he was a guy that I think was the reason the Sox lost game three. Yeah. Um, him get, going down, getting hurt, um, you know, after facing a couple batters, I think that was it. You know, that – that one was the one I think they had him going a few innings, and they kind of anticipated that uh, they weren't ready for other guys in their bullpen, you know. So, um, you know, but playoff experience for them, uh, for a young team, I we are going to see them next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the A's now, are we going to see them move on? They're going to be facing the Astros. I feel like the Astros have had their number all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a good matchup. And I, and I actually really kind of thought it was funny that both our division series, uh, you know, both division series matchups are both teams from their divisions. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, um, but like I said, the, the A's, I feel like, don't play as well against the Astros. Yeah. So I I think this could be, a, do you think they close this one out and advance, or do you think they choke this one? What do you think about this one? This I mean, series? this series to me is like kind of a toss-up. Uh, I want to pick. I want to pick the A's. I think that I think the A's can do it. Uh, just you know the, the big thing is pitching in the. Uh, and I know their start. I know the A starters have struggled this year, but all it takes is for guys to have a couple good outings and with their bullpen and uh, with their like ability to hit home runs. Uh, I think I think the A's can get it done in five. But uh, obviously, the Astros are also very talented on the offensive side, so. I mean, it, I think there'll be a couple games that are dogfights with teams scoring a lot of runs off the jump, uh, like starters getting uh, roughed up early. But if the A's can, if the A's can get out hot, uh, get out of the gates hot, score a couple runs, I think the I think the bullpen's good enough to lock up the series. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think either way we're gonna see a good series. Yeah, definitely. Um, from both our AL matchups, I think we're gonna see two really good series. Um, and and right now. If you if you got one team from each series, who you got moving on? In the American League, I'll have uh, Tampa and Oakland. Okay, Tampa and Oakland. I actually agree with that. Um, I think Houston may do it, but mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Houston has a better chance to do it than the Yankees. Yeah, that's I definitely agree with that. I feel like the Yankees may uh you know they may just uh that pitching might just be too much for them, but yeah. um. I think Houston has a better chance. I kind of want to go with Tampa and Houston. I would actually love to see that, a rematch from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be exciting. So um, I'm going to go with Tampa and Houston. So, um, But now we're going to move on to the NL. And the first-seeded Dodgers faced off against the eighth-seeded Brewers. Took care of them two quick games. Um, Kershaw had a great outing in game two. Um, you know, we talked about him earlier. Mm-hmm. The guy, when he's in a position to win something or move on, he pitches really well. When he's in a an important game that, you know, I 
feel like I, I believe there was a stat during the game when he's one and oh uh, or 2-0 and or something in a series that he tends to win majority of his starts with a lower ERA. Yeah. Uh, if the series is tied, he is, I believe was at a 5.5 yeah. or something. And then if they were down, it was around a 4 or something mm-hmm. like that. It, um, you know, I, I think maybe this year it could be their year. The Dodgers look really good. Mookie yeah. Betts was... He may have been the missing piece to that team. Oh yeah. As I mean, if you add a, an MVP to that team, yeah, it was already dangerous. And this is also including an offseason from Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Um, you know, I think. Well, they paid enough for it, so I oh, mean, yeah. it's about time they get the results. Yep. Um Personal opinion about that one, you know, I just think that you know, if you have a two hundred plus million dollar payroll, um, at some point you need to win a championship. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't make sense to have that payroll if you're not winning championships. So, uh, hopefully Mookie was their piece and, and they can maybe do something. But, um, they are, what'd you think about that series? You know, I think Yelich personally, um, I think he was just off. Yeah, all year. All year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Brewers were the worst team in the playoffs this year. Dodgers, obviously, number one, best team in the league. So it wasn't it wasn't surprising to see a sweep from the Dodgers. Um, Kershaw did pitch well, which is encouraging as a Dodgers fan. Um, but yeah, I mean the Brewers were kind of out of sync all year. They didn't really look like they did uh, a couple years back. So Yelich definitely had a little off season, but you know it's kind of uh, you can kind of understand that based on how the season was and. Uh, you know, how it started and the delay that they had from spring training until the start of the season. So some players were in a funk. We saw it with J.D. Martinez from the Red Sox this year. Yeah. Cody Bellinger, like you said. Uh, Yelich, all those guys. So uh, I, I wouldn't panic as a Brewers fan. Yeah. I think they need a couple more pieces, though, to actually become uh, uh, contenders. But you know what? But, I, I'll i be honest with you. I feel like they might start selling off some pieces, though. I yeah. mean, I feel like they were kind of listening to some trades with Josh Hader this year. Yeah. Um, you know, they did some small other trades. And I don't know. I feel like the Brewers may be going in the wrong direction yeah. with Christian Allen. You know, that's my personal opinion about that team right now. I feel like, um, you know, after last year, just missing out, um, I mean, although it was to the team that eventually won, but, you know, it just last year missing out. And then this year, you know, getting bounced out this way, and then there just being so many, so many inconsistent struggles mm-hmm. uh, offensively. You know, I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt to to Yelich, of course. I mean, the guy is, was has been a 300 plus hitter, uh, 30 home runs over the last couple of years, so he's I think he's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think that um, they need they need to start, you know making some smarter additions, I feel like. Yeah. Um, that's really kind of their problem right now. Um, they're not adding enough to build around that team right now. So I yeah. feel like they're kind of banking on their guys right now. Um, it also didn't help them with them missing out on Lorenzo Cain, too, True. I believe. So, um, you know, but Dodgers move on, and they are going to be facing um, the Slam Diego Padres. Mm-hmm. Um, San Diego is exciting. Yeah. Uh, I think – Personally, I had San Diego and the White Sox going to the World Series this year, um, really just because of momentum. Yeah, I just thought both teams would get hot, carry it through the playoffs, um, with the energies that they have, you know. But I think that the Padres, 
have a chance to beat the Dodgers. If there's Definitely. a team in the, in in the NL, I, I feel like if there's a team in baseball, it'd be the Padres. Yeah, beat the Dodgers. I I really just think the energy that the Do- that the Padres have. Um, Machado is Machado's had a, a, an amazing year from yep. him. You know, he's really really brought you know brought back some some power in his bat. Um, brought back some energy. You know, he's playing really well defensively too. Oh, again. Yeah. Um, I think, and not to mention, they had one of the best games of the series, uh, you know, of the whole playoffs so yeah. far in game two. So, um, Padres roared back from 6-2 deficit, won 11-9. Um, and then yesterday, they closed out the game at 4-0, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they move on. And this year's NLDS, I believe, is going to be in Texas. Um, with the ALDS games being played in San Diego, mm-hmm. so uh, what were your thoughts there? I think, I think it was, I think it was a really good series. First off, yeah, oh yeah, know? it was, a, it was a great series. Uh, St. Louis surprised a lot of people with, uh, you know, doing as well as they did against the against the Padres. Um, yeah, a lot of people didn't even think St. Louis deserved to be in the playoffs, but they've got a good team, and Goldschmidt played a lot, played really well. Uh, there's some good pitching for some of the guys too. So, I just think Padres are, are they're a great team. They've got a great offense. We know about their bullpen. What they did this last game, they, nine different pitchers in a shutout. Yeah. Uh, guys like Pomerantz, like Drew Pomerantz. I know. I don't. I think Pomerantz has given up like two runs all season. Yeah. Like something Pomerantz crazy is, like he's, that. He's been and he's just lights a out. Yeah, he's, he's been lights, lights out. out. And 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 I believe they were. If I'm not mistaken, they're missing Kirby Yates. Yeah, Kirby Yates is hurt. Uh, Denelson Lamette yep. and Mike Clevenger are all out, so they're yep. missing. They're missing their main closer um, and two starting pitchers. Yep. If they get those, I, I highly doubt Kirby Yates is returning for the playoffs mm-hmm. at some point. Um, I haven't heard any news about him really, but um, as far as Lamette and Clevenger, if those guys can come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the DS is a five-game series too. Yeah. You're gonna have a chance to really, really go ahead and you know have your full staff, three, four good starting pitchers to put against the Dodgers. Um, I think there's a chance. Definitely. You know, I think there's a chance. If Definitely. there's anybody in the league, I think the Padres be have fun. the best chance. But it'll be fun to watch. Might be the best series of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, then we are going to see the second-seeded Atlanta Braves. Uh, they faced off against the seven-seeded Reds, and we saw two great games. Uh, I mean, well, a game and a half, mm-hmm. uh, I'd say. I mean, game one went 13 innings. Um, final score of one to zero with a walk-off from Freddie Freeman. Um, you know, Trevor Bauer pitched lights out. Max Freed pitched lights out that game. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Freddie Freeman and, and Trevor Bauer in a bit, but... I mean, these were two of, you know, each of these teams had amazing pitching performances, game yep. one and game two, their starters. Uh, Luis Castillo had a great game for him, too. Gave up one run over uh, five and a third. Ian Anderson, the rookie, came in nine Ks through six with no uh, runs mm-hmm. allowed. So um, two really, really good games pitching-wise from these teams. Just the power of... Uh, you know, the Braves just did it for them. You know, yep. I mentioned earlier, Marcelo Zuna came in, hit a home run. Adam Duvall followed him up a couple batters later, hit another one. So um, it was really just a game of, of 
couple games of really good pitching. Yeah, you know, and it was exciting to see. Uh, but I was actually really surprised. These this these were the games I actually anticipated the shootouts for. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I never really anticipated seeing those high scoring games from uh, you know the Cardinals. Maybe. Yeah. Um, this one had the chance, you know, with the Reds' power lineup and the Braves' power lineup, but. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, both teams' offenses. The Reds have a they have a very good offense. Yeah. The Braves obviously do as well. Both teams are also have strong starters. And yeah. We saw we saw that this series. I mean, Trevor Bauer is probably the most likely to win the NL uh, Cy Young Award. Yeah. Freddie Freeman on the Braves is an MVP candidate. Uh, likely MVP. Honestly. Yeah. To be honest. I, I, yeah. At this point, I believe it's probably between him and Machado. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe Mookie Betts you can throw in there too. For sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cincinnati. I, if I'm Cincinnati, I wouldn't change a thing for next season. I think they have a good team, uh, especially with Bauer, Castillo, and Sonny Gray as your one, two, three. That's super, super dangerous. Plus, you got guys like Castellanos and Suarez who had an offseason. Mustakis will hit home runs for you. Joey Votto will do his thing. Uh, just guys like that. Uh, Aquino, too. I mean, I think, I think they. They, they, they're definitely dangerous, and I don't know if it was the 60-game shortened season this, this year that uh, kind of messed things up for them, but definitely that that's the team you want in Cincinnati in, in, in the upcoming years, I'd say. Yeah, no, and, and their number one priority in the offseason should be to re-sign Trevor Bauer. Yep, uh, it's got to be. It has to be. I mean, if you want this team to actually compete, um, yes, Luis Castillo and, and Sonny Gray are two good pitchers, um, but if you really want to compete, you got to get Trevor Bauer to sign um, – a long-term deal with you guys mm-hmm. uh, and bring them back. Uh, that's the only only way I feel like this team really can succeed. Yeah. Um, by having a solidified ace to go with a lethal offense. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, likely Cy Young. My, in my opinion, I think it's between him and Darvish. Um, I just think, though, that last week of the season where he went on shortened rest mm-hmm. uh, and was able to really kind of go out and have a really, really good game, um, I think that kind of did it for me. So, yeah. um, but they are going to be facing uh, off against the Miami Marlins. Mm-hmm. As crazy as it sounds, Chicago Cubs uh, at home they lost both Game One and Game Two against the Marlins, and the Marlins are seven and zero in postseason series. Yeah, um, crazy stat there. Yeah, um, you know, but I just the Cubs put up one run in two games. Yeah, and and I just don't. Wow, I mean, I was surprised. Yeah, the Cubs, the Cubs, uh, they did not, they did not look like, like themselves, to be honest, in that in that series. Uh, I didn't think the Marlins were gonna were, were gonna win that at all. Like I had, I had, I was pretty, like almost a hundred percent confident that the Cubs were gonna yeah. advance. Um, Sixto Sanchez is Sixto a Sanchez beast. is a dog. Yeah, man, I mean, he's a. He's he just established himself. I mean, he's been doing it all year, but that outing he had in game two was that was uh, yeah, and he actually devastating. he came over in that JT Romuto trade yeah uh, from the Phillies. So uh, he throws hard and he's he got throws, good movement. Yeah, he throws some gas. Uh, guy has some. He has some nasty stuff. It's just um, for, for me for the Marlins. It's just them getting like they they've got like these guys that aren't huge names but they play well together you know, and they come remind, up with big clutch hits it reminds me of an east coast uh oakland team yeah, kind of you true. know a bunch of guys that are young and scrappy with some you know um some really not even some big names mm-hmm. i mean i think maybe 
one of their bigger names might be say like Corey Dickerson. Yeah, Corey Dickerson, like a huge name. maybe Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson's played well. Uh, I think he's been their best bat. Yeah, uh, Jesus Aguilar is over there Aguilar. too. Um, they got some good, you know, they have some good pieces, some quality pieces over there, and yeah. I think they can, they can battle it out with the, uh, with the Braves maybe. I think. Yeah, I mean the Marlins. They're just having fun right now. They yeah. really don't have anything to lose. They didn't think they'd be in this position to start the season. Especially after having that COVID, uh, yeah. you know, missing all those games exactly. with co- catching COVID. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody anticipated the Marlins would end up no. here, not even themselves. So, yeah. uh, like you said, they're having fun. I think uh, I think they win a game mm-hmm. uh, in Atlanta. Uh, I think Braves win 3-1. Yeah. Um, but I think they win a game, and I think it'll be exciting. Um Definitely be on the lookout for Sixto Sanchez, though. Definitely. Guy's going to be a stud. Yep. Um, so now, before we wrap things up, we got uh, one last, well, two last quick things. Uh, so now we have our division series set in the NL as well. We got San Diego and the Dodgers, and we got uh, Atlanta and Miami. So mm-hmm. who you got moving on? And then who do you have heading to the World Series? And who do you have winning the World Series? We're going to go with our usual early predictions as we always do. And by the way, um, speaking of early predictions, I did did call the Lakers and the Heat a long time ago. If you guys pay attention, uh, we called that a long time ago. Uh, they were the sleepers and they finally made it. But uh, that we'll talk a little bit more on that one in uh our episode coming out soon, so just stay tuned for that. Yes, okay, and as far as uh, MLB predictions go, I see the Braves beat the Marlins. I'll say clean sweep, three games. Or, yeah, three games, right? Yeah, three games. And then in the other NL series, I see the Padres beating the Dodgers in five. Uh, It's a little upset pick. I like to throw that in there. I think the Padres are an exciting team, so I'll be pulling for them. Love to see it. And then in the American League, I have the Rays over New York in four games. And the Astros losing to the A's in five. And so then I'll have the A's beating the Yankees. Or no, the A's beating the Rays in seven games. And then I'll have the Padres beating the Braves in five games and then Padres going all the way. All right. So, uh, I'm going to say Rays over Yankees. I'm going to say Houston over A's. I'm going to say Rays over Houston. And then, uh, so the Rays are going to make it to the world series on the AL side. On the NL, I'm going to go Padres in five. I'd love to see it. Uh, if Clevenger and Lamette come back, I think there is a real possibility that it happens. Um, and then I got the Braves. Like I said uh, earlier, I got them three one. Um, I think, I think, like I said, the Marlins are having fun, and and when you're having fun playing baseball, you tend to win games. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you feel good, you play good. So, um, I think then we'll have the uh, Padres and Braves. I got the Padres winning that, and uh, I'm gonna say six games. Six games. Six games. Um, I think Max Cruz is going to have a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, he'll, he'll probably end up. We'll probably end up seeing him twice too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to probably throw him out there on short rest. Maybe even Ian Anderson if they have to. Who knows? But um, 
So we'll see about that. But I, I got the Padres going to the World Series, and I got the Padres winning it all this year. Um, I think in this shortened year, I think anything can happen. Um, and I think that their offense is unlike any offense the, the Rays have seen this year. Yeah. Um, I think they just have a chance to be more dynamic than, than, the, than the Yankees, too. I feel like they have a solid mix of contact guys and power guys and, and guys that get the job done. They move guys along. Um, you know, I feel like the Yankees have a lot of power bats. Yeah. That can change their game. But I feel like when you put other guys in opportunities to score, that the Padres tend to make it happen. You know, mm-hmm. so um, I'm going to have the Padres winning it all against the Rays. Um, so, yeah. And now, yeah. last thing before we wrap things up. Um, it is the end of the season. And we are going to talk about it because we always talk about these things. So, um, who do you got winning the AL and NL MVP? Oof. All right. Well, in the National League, we mentioned this earlier, I'd have to go with Freddie Freeman. I mean, he's had, a, he's had an unreal season. Uh, just, I mean, Freeman's just proved this time and time again that he's probably he's the best first baseman. Him and Bellinger are the best first baseman in the uh, National League. Yeah. Um, even though Bellinger doesn't. Even though play Bellinger first isn't anymore. really, yeah, he doesn't really play first anymore, I guess. So, so yeah. So Freeman has that has that uh, has that title for sure, um, and he's my pick in the National League. And then the American League. Oof. American League, I'd have to go. Damn, I don't even know. No bias involved, but I, I don't think there's any way you don't give it to Jose Abreu. I mean, yeah, if Abreu. you really think about it, I mean, he's not. I mean, LeMahieu's up there. LeMahieu's up there, but I mean, you got to think about it. LeMahieu missed time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abreu, I don't believe Abreu's missed a game unless he was, you know, sat out of the lineup. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't many times that he was sat out of the lineup. Um, I think when you look, I would probably say the top two guys. You can possibly throw Shane Bieber in the MVP consideration, yeah, just could. like I mean, just like they did Kershaw back in 2014. Yeah, um, and he ended up winning it. But I don't think Shane Bieber wins it. I think Shane Bieber has Cy Young locked up. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. And you know, mentioning Cy Young, I think the NL Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah. I think Trevor Bauer and and Shane Bieber locked those up. But uh, for MVP, I'm gonna say. I think you got to go with a Brady just because you have the consistent power, uh, the average consistency, and just the RBI output. I yeah. mean, 60 RBIs. The guy averaged an RBI game. Um, I believe he was nine, He had 19 home runs, was second in the American League behind Nick Voigt, mm-hmm. um, and over 320 batting average, or yeah. 315 batting average, So, uh, which was third, I believe third or fourth in the AL. Something so like that, I yeah. think third, maybe. So... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I really think Freeman and, and Abreu, this is the year of the first baseman, I guess. Yeah. Um, but these two guys played absolutely amazing baseball, and not to mention just the leadership qualities they bring to their team. Yeah. Freddie Freeman uh, is a is a guy who, you know, who's the players in Atlanta love to be around, it seems like. Um, you know, he has, you know, you see him mic'd up. He has a great personality, so... Uh, and he's a great leader. He's been there for a while, and he's hung, ready to win. So, yep. so same thing with uh, Jose Abreu. As far as your uh, your Cy Young, I believe you mentioned yours earlier. Yeah, well. I got Bauer, Bauer and Bieber, Bauer and Bieber as well. So. And then, um, who do you? 
who do you think, since we did mention it and we're doing we're talking about it now, World Series MVP, since you got the Padres winning it, who got who got it for you? Who uh, grabs it for you? Oof. I'm gonna go with a like a cheeky with a cheeky pick and say Mitch Moreland. I'm gonna say Mitch Moreland. I was gonna say MVP. a guy like uh, like Cronenworth. Like Cronenworth. Yeah. Or I was gonna yeah. see not maybe not the. Big I mean, you saw Steve Pierce win World Series yeah. MVP for the Red Sox in 2018. Exactly. Nobody was expecting that. So. Yeah. So I think the World Series isn't about your best player. It's about who. Moreland's look good too. Yeah. Moreland's like has. six for eight in the playoffs. Austin Nola has been a guy that I've been really impressed yeah. with too. I mean, the guy just started catching a few years ago. Yeah. And he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good, good. I like him too. He's, yeah. He, he had a good two eighty this year. Yeah. This guy, he, he can be a he can be a solid. I like the Padres. Yeah, Padres are. I think they're good. I think you can always you know have that team that's not your team. Yeah. But they're your team, and I think that's the Padres. Yeah, um, definitely. You know I. Personally, I just love their their energy, what they bring to baseball. That's how we got to do it, baby. We got to bring uh, bring back the fun to baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's make it fun again. Let's change the game. So um, that was Brandon and Satchel on today's episode of Figures of Sport. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace.